Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Comments Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movie, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Marin. I'm Mia. And I'm DeCoria. And ladies and gentlemen, the gang 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 is back together again. You know what that means? We probably watched a movie, and we are going to tell you our feelings about that movie. But before we do that, we want to wish everybody uh, a happy Memorial Weekend. We hope you had fun. Hope you didn't get too lit, litty litty, or whatever. We'll probably be back in town by the time you guys hear this. But we went and had a little fun at Universal, a little trip together before the summer truly begins. And um, I'm sure we had a grandurious time um but remember to always drink your water wear your mask and sunscreen also don't forget to give us a five-star review on spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen today we will be doing a i'm not recapping this movie um <laughs> we're going to be talking about queen of the dam for those of you who don't know queen of the dam is a 2002 horror film directed by michael reimer um from a screenplay by scott abbott and michael patroning based on the 1988 novel the queen of the dam by our friend Anne rice the third novel of the book series the vampire chronicles although the film contains many plot elements from the novel's 1985 predecessor the vampire lestat oh that makes sense a standalone sequel to interview to interview with the vampire the film stars Stuart towson Aaliyah. Margaret Monroe, Vincent Purse, Leon Olin, um, Townsend, and a bunch of other people. Um, Matthew Newton replaced Tom Cruise and Antonio, ba- and Antonio Banderas in the roles of Lestat and Armand. Respectively, the film is dedicated to Aaliyah, who died in a plane crash, August 25th, 2001. Um, Queen of the Dam was released in the United States on February 22nd, 2022. Um, the film received mostly negative reviews from critics. It was a box office bomb, grossing just four million against thirty-five million production budget. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Um, I'm not surprised. Um, some development facts. Let's scan this. They acquired the film rights um, after the 1988 takeover of Lamar Films. Uh, the interview with the vampire, which we've done an episode on, you go listen to that, was released in 1994, starring Tom Cruise. People didn't think Tom Cruise was going to body, and he did. Um, All the rights of the novels would revert to Anne Rice at the end of 2000. Ooh, initial story meetings to adapt one or both of the remaining vampire chronicles began in 1998. The decision was made early to substantially rewrite the plot and to base most of the movie on the third novel, as the vampire Lestat was considered too broad and episodic for a two-hour feature film. Well, maybe you should have just did a TV show, but God forbid production studios do anything fucking right. All of the novel setup of Lestat's awakening and career as a rock star was used. It was also decided to focus on Lestat as the primary character, and the backstory to Akasha and the story of the twins were omitted, despite these being virtually essentially the plot of the novel. What is the story of the twins? I don't feel like going into the lore of this woman's book. Okay. Displeased with the lack of progress and more particularly with the studio's lack of consultation with her over the script development, author Anne Rice wrote a critical reply to fans' questions about the film. Um, She said the key is that the entire vampire contract terminates in 2000. They have not been receptive to me or my ideas tracks not very long ago less than a year ago in fact i begged the executives there to let me write the script for the vampire Lestat 
for a union scale, the Writers Guild won't let you write it for free, and a deferred payment not due until release of the picture. They simply weren't interested. It was very painful for me, as I had been talking to a new director they hired, and we were both excited about the idea. I felt snubbed and hurt and have not bothered to approach them since. Um... In spite of their showing no interest in me as a screenwriter, they have not been able to find one themselves for this bizarre idea of the Queen of the Damned. I'm not too surprised. I think any respectable scriptwriter would be crazy to tackle that novel without having fully developed the background story for Lissette. Anyway, that is where it is. Um, the script was developed by television writer Scott Abbott and Australian writer and director Michael Petroni. Another Australian, Michael Reimer, was confirmed to direct. Reimer suggested the film be shot in his home city of Melbourne, which would save considerably on production cost. Isn't Warner Brothers based in California? What is he talking about? Okay. Um, Production with a large cast of international and Australian actors. Queen of the Dam began the principal photography on the 2000 in 2001. Oh, okay. October 2002, February 2001. Uh, location filming took place around the city of Melbourne, although some filming was in Los Angeles for the scenes of Lissette's concert in Death Valley. Yeah. Public critical reaction. Um, the film received mostly negative reviews from critics, with several reviewers, such as Roger Ebert, I feel like we've heard his name before, describing it as goofy and damned. The film was an approval rotten rating of 17% based on 130 reviews with the site's consensus reading a muddled and campy MTV styled vampire movie with lots of eye candy and bad accents. <laughs> Despite negative reviews, Queen of the Dam nonetheless topped the box office on its opening weekend against a fairly weak competition. <laughs> the film grossed 4.5 point, point million on a $35 million budget. What? In December 2002, 10 months after the film release, a motherfucker named Alan, an obsessed fan from West Lothanian, Scotland, who had claimed to have seen it more than 100 times, killed his friend Thomas McKendrick and drank his blood. He claimed in court that Aaliyah's character, Queen Akasha, told him to do it. Um. He was found guilty and sentenced to a life in prison. A year later, he was discovered dead in his cell from a parent's suicide. What in the actual fuck? <laughs> well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's absurd because I n- never heard of this. I have no words. Like, boy, I- <laughs> I just whoa <laughs> for this movie too. I mean, like it's a for any movie, but wow, <laughs> this is that I just wow. Okay, that was that was madness. And Queen Akasha told him to do it. You oh god. Anyway, I'm glad they convicted him. Um. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I guess we are going to have to go a little bit into this plot about the movie. Um, first question: Has anyone seen Queen of the Dam before we watched it? Yeah, when I was a child, I was like a very big fan of Aaliyah, so I've seen this movie like several times just to see okay. like a little okay. glimpse. What about of her? you, man? 
Um, no, this is my first time um, watching it. Same for me as well. Okay, what about you, Nia? Yeah, same first yeah, time. Yeah, this is also my first time. Um, I've definitely seen the memes or, like, the gifts of Aaliyah in this movie because she looks fucking gorgeous. Um, but I never watched the entire plot. And if you ask anybody who hasn't watched Queen of the Dam, you would think that Aaliyah would be the main character. <laughs> and that, disappointingly, is not oh, <laughs> the truth. <laughs> So the movie starts off with a narration from Lissette. And I have realized that I do not like it when I can hear characters narrate their own story. Because <laughs> the minute that caption said Lissette, I rolled my fucking guys. I said, this bitch is back. <laughs> what happened? Back and he's lame. Like, oh, the last movie, oh, he wasn't girl. lame. He was a little crazy. But he wasn't lame. When I... I'm going to go on a rant as a writer about the character arc of Lestat after we all talk about this plot. Because you want to talk about... I understand now that Anne Rice had nothing to do with this project <laughs> right. because you bitches didn't know what you were doing. Yeah, it was you know what? Twilight too, and I was like... I read too that they... So there's there's a book in between Interview with the Vampire and Queen of the Damned and they, tr- they adapted like yes. the first five minutes of the movie of the second book and then the rest of his queen of the damn and Anne rice was like this should have been a tv show like why did y'all do this if you're exactly <laughs> exactly this is why um when i dream big dreams and i'm like once i write a successful book am i really gonna sell this shit to production studios because <laughs> god forbid y'all write about my own story without me <laughs> i would throw up i would be so sick <laughs> i would be so sick um, but this the story starts off with Lestat is slumber. This movie came out in two thousand one. Interview with a Vampire came out with in nineteen ninety four. So it's been what seven years, <laughs> and I was just like, and it's and they they make it seem like he's been asleep for a very fucking long time, and I'm like, no, the fuck he has. <laughs> like when the math comes in, I was like, you ain't even been asleep for ten years. <laughs> but I digress. I digress. Um. <laughs> So he wakes up. He's like being called from his slumber because of rock music. Now, there's a lot of things that white people have stolen. Rock being one of them, but they was in their bag for rock for the most part. You know, you know the white people were doing what they do best, and you know, take a genre and make it their own for some reason. But you know, they were in their bag, and I would really like them to return rock because we had handed y'all like ninety percent of it, and y'all were eating. And so I don't understand why everybody's trying to be a rapper now, but me and Neil always talk about white people need to start making white people music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Again. Um, but I'm not going to lie. Um, I cracked up when what rose him from his grave was rock music. I said, <laughs> okay. <laughs> rock music playing in his own house. I was just like, what are we doing? And so the actor who plays the new Lestat, I was like, baby you were you were Bye. at first i was like <laughs> he's not he's really not tom cruise and i'm just like tom cruise was giving lestat because when tom cruise was playing lestat i was like oh this bitch right. is crazy <laughs> this dude as lestat is edward <laughs> from twilight i don't like <laughs> 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 ah! 
And so Lestat, basically, these, like, rock singers have moved into his old mansion, and he's just, like, singing, and he, like, loves it. And so we kind of find out about Lestat's history. We find out who his daddy was, how he got turned into a vampire. Was he on a boat crash or something? And they took him to the island, or they got kidnapped or some shit like that. But um, before that, we meet Jessie, who is our female lead, who is a researcher for the Paranormal Studies Group, the Talamasca. Um, and she is like incredibly intrigued with Lestat's music because Lestat, not only did he start singing with these this band, they became fucking famous. And he's telling the world, I'm a fucking vampire, Lottie Dolly Boo Boo. And they're like, Why are you doing this? Won't other vampires get mad at you? And he's like, Come out, come out wherever you are. And I'm like, You talk a big ass game for an army. And of what kills me <laughs> is Louis and, oh, what was the name of the girl? their daughter in the first film let me look it up keep talking but louie and that girl were searching night and day for these vampires only for only for what like four years to pass by and they're just everywhere there's a whole fucking council Uh, a council like i was like because why were they searching for them so hard in the first film right (laughs) They were like they were searching through the eons for them bitches, and so and, uh, like if you look at it from a plot point, that makes sense because Maurice, Maurice, whatever his daddy's uh-huh. name is, um, Daddy Vampire was just like, um, we can't be right. seen, and so they be hiding in the shadows. But with one less stat, twenty of y'all bitches showed up at a Death Valley concert. <laughs> I, need, <laughs> I need an explanation. Um, so. We learn about Jessie, and she's very intrigued. She has this little, like, dream that she has where we kind of get this idea that she was raised by vampires or Mm -hmm. some shit, and then they sent her out into the world as an orphan, and she's, like, been attracted to the occult and the strange and the paranormal. And so when Lestat is on TV being, like, um, fist up in the air, I'm a fucking vampire, of course homegirl is like, oh my fucking god. This might be the answer to all of my problems. And then she goes to her mentor, and her mentor's like, Look at all these pictures. You see this nigga in this picture? He dates back to 400 BC. I said, <laughs> <laughs> My brain stopped for a second. I was like, How long ago is that? <laughs> Let's, let me calculate that real quick. How long ago is 400 BC? Every vampire movie that you watch, the less and less. I think it's cool to be a vampire. <laughs> Just see, right? They say you have to do okay. Two thousand twenty-three plus four hundred is two thousand four hundred twenty-three years ago. Um, in our time, in that time, it would have been you know s- still two thousand years. So he's like, he's my little obsession because he has all of these paintings, and in every painting, Maurice is in it, and so. He's like, um, he's like, I know about Lestat. I have Lestat's journal. And I was like, how the fuck you get your hand on Lestat's journal? But the whole thing about the Talamasca is that they observe and they record. They don't interact. And of course, after Jesse starts reading this journal, which documents how Lestat became a vampire, she's like, I got to go find him because she had just presented to the group that she knows where a vampire coven is because Lestat was literally telling people where the vampire coven is in his lyrics. This bitch has no, (laughs) no threshold of like calmness. And so 
we learn that Lestat um, gets turned by a man named Maurice. Um, he, you know, he wants, of course, Lestat is this, he was this high French lord, and now he's just like, I want to be in the fucking limelight. I get to live eternity. His daddy's like, the fuck you talking about? Vampires live in secret. We can't be seen. And so they're on this beach. They're on this beach. There's this girl playing this violin. After, okay, remind you, this is after he just killed somebody for blood. And, um, his daddy's just like, yeah, we can't be seen. We can't interact with humans. And he's like, so I can't get to know her. And his daddy's like, no. And so then his dad lets him play the violin. His eyes start to glow. The two people that are playing music with him freak the fuck out. And he goes to snap the girl's neck. And he's just like, this is what, this is why you turned me into a vampire. And he's like, yeah, but you kind of just see his like, um, his, uh, Jesus Christ, my brain is switching to Korean. I can't think of it in English. Uh, <laughs> he's, his, his, um, disapproval of the way that Maurice wants to be a vampire. And so while he is, um, at this castle and his daddy's, you know, off doing shit, he start he finds a secret chamber and he finds two statues in the chamber, one of a man and one of a woman, and he feels like the woman's voice is calling him. He plays music for her, and then her statue turns her hand up, which would have scared the shit out of me, but Lestat is a vampire, so nothing phases him. And he sucks the blood out of this statuized woman, and basically uh, his dad gets word of it, and we get to learn that Akasha was the queen of the dam. She was a vampire queen in Egypt. She is the mother of all fucking vampires. Um, and she uh, she basically when she reigned, her and her king reigned, um, their thirst for blood was over everything else. And so the story is that they the king drank until he couldn't drink no more. And then Akasha was just like, well, it's no fun without you. And so they both slept and kind of turned into statues. And basically it's Lestat's thirst for blood that kind of wakes her up. And so then after Maurice ties him to a bed and explains to him that Akasha is the devil incarcerate, um, he leaves him there, abandons him. And I'm just like, well, no wonder the boy has abandonment issues. No wonder, like, this explaining of Lestat just like being brought into this life and then abandoned and being in his, on his lonesome, for me, plot wise, I was like, oh, that's why this bitch is crazy. That's why when he was with Louis and Claudia, he was so obsessive. Um, it explained a lot, but then they went back into their fanfic phase and the story continues as Lestat basically is Jesse going after Lestat. Going when she walked into the vampire club, I said, "What was the plan? What was the f- fucking plan? You're gonna walk into a den full of vampires and don't think nobody's gonna try to right. attack you." But of course, <laughs> but of course, who's there to save her? Lestat. And I just, I want to understand why everything that happens with vampires is so erotic. I just don't. <laughs> I just does sucking someone's blood have to be so erotic? Does does the, even when they were talking to each other and they just kept <laughs> that weird blocking where they're like circling mm-hmm. each other like prey like two predators like whatever that weird blocking situation is where they're like talking but circling each other and moving like people should, like normal people wouldn't move I was just like 
why is this conversation have to be so erotic? She's literally talking to him and trying to like convince him to turn her into a vampire, which I still don't understand why people want to be a vampire. But all of this is leading up to the fact that Lestat has been up and to have this huge one day concert at Death Valley. And while he's doing that, Maurice finds him again and being like, you should cancel this fucking concert because people are going to try and kill you. And Akasha's awake. Akasha wakes up, kills her husband, <laughs> drinks all of his blood, and goes to look for Lestat at um, this vampire coven. When Aaliyah walked in, I was just like, she's so pretty. And then my second thought was, whoever the fuck directed her to walk like a snake, I was so upset. I was just like, why is she walking like that? I'm like, that doesn't give me as much of bad bitch vibes. She has just walked in like a regular person. But I, I get it that they were trying to make Akasha like this godly type of being. And I'm like, it, it felt weird. But the vampires and they're like, oh, you like him? We're going to tear him apart and burn him at the stake. And Akasha was like, really, bitch? Let me just reach in your chest and grab out your heart and then burn down this entire establishment. And I was just like, Okay, so in this world, vampire powers are very <laughs> wide. Because <laughs> um, she was burning bitches from the inside out. And I was just like, with a wave of her hand, like right. she wasn't even trying. I was like, I was like, oh, the effort is on zero. And so this Death Valley concert begins, but um, not before Jesse gets brought to Lestat's house because he needs two girls to feed off of before he starts his concert. Jesse shows up. Lestat is intrigued. She returns to his journal. She begs him to make her into a vampire. Um, and this is where the Twilight moment came in for me because he's like, let me show you. And I'm like, what is he going to do? Show her like, I was expecting him to show her like his pain and misery mm-hmm. from being a vampire, like do mind magic. They went flying into the air. And I said, if this is the most Twilight bullshit that I have seen in this film. That's the same scene as uh, Bella so, being on Edward's back and him running. <laughs> yes! That's exactly what it reminded me of. And they were trying to make it so like um like romantic and like otherworldly. And I was just like, Y'all just literally flew from one part of the city to the other. I'm confused. And so he talks about how this is why I like you. Your humanity is so fragile. And I was just like, this... I was like, where is my unhinged bitch? I can't believe I was loving the unhinged version of Lestat more than this one. I was like, Lestat don't have empathy for bitches? What the... I was like, and he's only been asleep six years. So I know he hasn't forgot about Louis. So what is this, like sudden like falling in love with this girl who just seems like obsessed with him and so (laughs) right and i'm like i'm here for the bisexual pansexual kings but this was like a not enough effort this was not enough y'all weren't giving me enough chemistry for this to be love at first sight he had a whole family that abandoned his ass and threw him in a fucking swamp i need (laughs) more i need more dramatics right um, and so Lestat does this concert, and of course, they're not, I don't know if they're a vampire council, but, like, a bunch of old vampires and then vampires and cloaks mm-hmm. and shit basically come attack him on stage. He, Maurice comes to help him. He's about to lose, and Acosta shows up, and what does she do? Burn bitches from the inside out, and then burst through the bottom of the stage, and she 
flies off with Lestat in her arms. And we see that one of the vampires also captures Jesse. Um, and so we go back to Akasha and Lestat and she's like, you're going to be my new consort. I was like, that's right, bitch. I was like, part of me is just like, I'm here for Akasha to take over the world. And then I saw how many bodies she, <laughs> how many people she bodied in one night. And I was like, okay, maybe not. <laughs> um, but they basically go to this mansion and have this like bonding ceremony. She's like, feeding from his chest and shit because akasha drinks the blood of humans and other vampires because that's how big her thirst is but she's like we're gonna take over the world that it is that um and so then we go back to jesse and we see that the vampires that have took her the woman who she called aunt was her ancestor. So basically before her aunt got turned into a vampire she had a child and her aunt has been taking care of the descendants of her daughter and that's why she took care of Jesse to then abandon her as a child. I don't understand that fully. But <laughs> they're basically saying that um, we have to get rid of Akasha. They say whoever drinks the last blood of Akasha's, the last drop of Akasha's blood. Like, they say she's weak when she gives people her blood. Whoever drinks the last drop of her blood can kill her. And so we head over back to the new king and queen. And Lestat goes outside to find, well, one, he finds out that he is no longer... Um, he is no longer affected by the sun because he drank Akasha's blood. And I was like, purr. And then he went outside and there were bodies all over the lawn. Now, I, I, when they pulled up to this mansion in the first place, I said, oh, she's going to take everybody in this palace out, this little mansion out. I, when they panned to the beach and there were bodies there too, and I was like, that's a little overkill sweetheart I was, I was like team Akasha for two seconds and then I was like uh, <laughs> that's a lot of people and so she was just like we're going to rule he's like um she's like this is our kingdom we're going to rule the world is our garden and he's like a kingdom of dead bodies she's like why not and I was like well you know sometimes villains don't need to have you know a reason why they're villains and so but she's like, we have a debt to repay. For, we have a debt to pay first. And so Akasha goes to these other vampires. And she was just like, do you love me? Do you want to be king forever? Then kill that bitch, Jesse." And I was just like, wow. And so Lestat kills her, but chooses to kill her by feeding off of her chest. And I was just like, once again, erotic blocking for no reason. But he does that, and then Akasha was like, now you can drink from me, and you'll become king or whatever. As he does that, he drinks too much, and that's a, a sign to the other vampires that Lestat's on their side. And I was like, interview with a vampire, Lestat, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, And so they basically all attack Akasha. A few of them die. Auntie takes the last drop and basically sleeps because she takes Akasha's death or she takes Akasha's death with her and sleeps um Lestat turns Jesse into a vampire they go visit her mentor and return the journal and be like we're living together in peace blah 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 and the movie ends and I was so underwhelmed (laughs) underwhelmed was my first thought what was your first thought once the movie ended Mary um I'd have to say the same um I was yeah. like, well, that's it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, what about you, Nia? I was like, ooh, this movie is 
way too long. <laughs> this should yeah. have been cut at least an hour. It could have been 45 minutes and even that, like, just, I was tired, <laughs> drained. Mm. What about uh, you, Corey? I mean, I know you've seen the movie a couple times. Do you remember how you felt the first time you watched it? I think when I was a kid, I thought it was really cool. But watching mm-hmm. it again, I was like, well, this, is, this movie is not that good. <laughs> this it's movie not. not that good. It's not. It truly is not. Um, yeah, it was. I would have to say that my main issue with it is nothing in the first movie impacted this movie. That movie could mm. not exist. And it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter to this movie in any way. Um it doesn't add more to the storyline. It's like, <laughs> what was the point of everything? They didn't even address anything that happened in that movie. I, in my, I don't think they did in this film. So, yeah, it was. It was just like, I I wanted continuity from the first right. film because the Lestat that we saw at the end of the first film was unhinged, bitch. <laughs> he was ready to take on the world. And I was like, Lestat turned into a rock star tracks. He's a narcissist. Lestat falling in love with somebody out of the blue like that? No. Lestat helping even... people kill Akasha? Absolutely not. <laughs> I didn't get that they fell in love. Like, I'm going to be real. I honest. didn't. I, like, I saw them together, and there was an idea of them walking around becoming a couple, yet mm. I was not feeling anything. I was like, I do not see them as people who are romantically involved. I don't either. She was obsessed with him because it felt like she was obsessed with him because she thought he was the answer to all of her daydreams. But then she got the answer to her daydreams. So I understand. Like, I can understand them being like family now or like partners in crime. Them mm-hmm. being in love makes no sense to me. <laughs> and they were laying it on heavy and thick that this was supposed to be like Lestat, Lestat was obsessed with her enough to betray Akasha and I'm like but 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 the stat from the first movie would never <laughs> the stat from the first movie would never um the first version of Lestat the TV show Lestat looks good too like he looked a little unhinged <laughs> as well <laughs> yeah and I think Lestat being unhinged is like part of the charm it felt like he was entirely too calm yeah for this movie like making Lestat into a hero I was like what it didn't it it made absolutely no sense for him to be a hero I can understand like if you told me that Lestat woke up in like the early 2000s when Rock was at his peak well Rock was really at his peak in the 80s but but and he was just like I'm gonna be a fucking pop star because I can that tracks for me Lestat challenging other vampires to be like come out come out wherever you are I'm like that doesn't seem like something he would do because Lestat was strong enough to body a lot of bitches <laughs> right sense in the book with more context yeah. around it there it does make more sense Maybe it makes very little sense right now um, what other parts of the movie were disappointing to you guys or the f- funniest parts? Mm, I guess the most disappointing thing was like the lack of Aaliyah. 
yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I was thoroughly shocked that like she wasn't the main character because I thought yes. that she would be in 90% of the movie. And then I was like, how long is this movie? And then and she's still not here. And then, yeah. Yeah, she pops up 45 minutes in, disappears for 30 minutes, and comes in in the last 30 minutes of the film. Which is like... It's truly a cameo. Yeah, right. you could really tell that the original writer had nothing to do with this because if you're going to call a movie the queen of the dam, I need... I Fuck Lestat. I want to know how Akasha became queen of the damned. Like, it was almost kind of obvious that they were using Aaliyah for like her sex appeal of being Akasha rather than using her as a character for a plot of the movie. Which was disappointing. But I mean, she bodied. She looked great. That scene, the scene, that one particular scene where they're like at the mansion together and her hair is down and they're shooting from below her. I was like, God damn, she's so, so pretty. But it was just like real disappointing to be like, that was it and the scenes of didn't they release this after her um, her death yeah didn't they, yeah but didn't you say they added her brother for shoots I have no idea or yeah I, I, at you did post post production she had passed away by that point and so they needed to do some certain things and so they pulled her brother in gotcha I know I was like did I imagine that that was said but yeah I remember you saying that yeah it was it was lackluster um i have to, i do have to admit the music was bumping the choice of rock music yes was nice it was it was nice um the scenes of that singing were extremely long um it just felt like such a disconnect to the original character like, even if you couldn't get Tom Cruise to come back and play this character, you should have stuck to Lestat being an insane person. <laughs> like, being the most unhinged him, being extremely, like, it felt very fanficy. It felt like somebody watched Interview with a Vampire and then wrote a fanfic about Lestat. Mm-hmm. With a Your Name insert. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of writing a, a true story about Lestat being evil because like Lestat didn't care about humans so to see him so like taken aback by Akasha just killing dozens of people I was just like who is this like they would have gotten off better if uh they didn't not brought Lestat back as a character and just made a new vampire yeah I can agree with that I think would have made more sense had this story been which I don't think it is, before he met Louis. It's not. Yes. But because then we saw how much he just didn't care for anyone besides himself and maybe Louis. Yes. Um, I think what's not helping is that the second book is not there. So maybe if they would have, instead of going straight to Queen of the Dam, they did an actual movie for the second book and then with Queen of the Dam, okay, like we can see what the progression was. Yeah. It sounds like they were just trying to make the movies before the rights went back to the writer yeah amc has the rights now um for i think it's called the vampire chronicles whatever the series is that contains interview with the vampire all that 
So I think they're probably going to eventually end up making Queen of the Dam into the show because they already did an interview with a vampire and that was really successful. So yeah, we'll fun. see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, it was a lackluster film for me. I give Queen of the Dam like a five. What do you guys give it? What do you give it, Marin? I give it a four. I honestly don't think I would rewatch it. Mm. What do you give it, Nia? Uh, yeah, I give it a four. Yeah, the, all of those points are because of Aaliyah. The fact that she's in here, they should have made this movie about her. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it was a waste on her potential for this project. What do you give it, Corey? I'll give it a five because of the aesthetics and the music. But other than that, yeah, nah, it's not a good movie. That being said, what is your guys' favorite vampire lore? I don't know if we talked about this before. We probably have, but since we're on the topic, do you guys have a favorite vampire show or lore? I know for sure we talked about this last time when we did an interview with a vampire, and I I think mm-hmm. I said Van Helsing. Mm. Either that or Castlevania. Yeah. Mine yeah, is- I remember saying Castlevania. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Oh, no, you're good. And yeah. I what is said- yours, man? I said, what we do in the shadows, mm. fantastic vampire show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Mine is a discovery of witches. It's the one that um, made me fall in love with vampires again, the books. I haven't watched the show yet because I'm so afraid the show is going to ruin the books for me. <laughs> but um, yeah, it made me fall in love with vampires. It felt like an adult vampire series. And mm-hmm. that's saying a lot because living through Twilight was a mess being alive <laughs> when twilight was like coming out in theaters and people were doing their best to go see twilight it was like the peak peak <laughs> of um of our teen years it just felt twilight-esque the movie felt twilight-esque which is very weird <laughs> But yeah, Queen of the Dam, um, I understand why it has a cult following because Aaliyah does look great. Um but other than that, it it falls very flat on the plot. What other movies were we thinking about watching? We could let the our listeners know and then you guys can tell us which one we should watch next. I know we have like a bunch of like black films that you guys haven't seen. Let's look at the episode guide. Let's see. Um, Romeo Must Die. We haven't done that one. Uh, the Little Rascals. Oh, maybe we should do like a. Have you guys seen Parent Parent Trap? Yeah, I've seen Parent Trap. Not the, not the yeah. original though. Just the Lindsay Lohan one. There was one yes. before that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Remake. Yeah. I've only seen the the Lindsay Lohan one. Then I've seen yeah. both. What was the original one? Wasn't that uh, the... came out in the set? Was it the seventies? Hold on. Oh, the sixties. Oh, okay. Sixties. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big fan of that one. It's a bit boring. I mean, no offense. Like, it's not as fun as the Lindsay Lohan one, but also nostalgia. Yeah. We're all, we are going to do a Little Mermaid episode, so that'll be our Disney episode. We 
I don't know. We might need to go back into our movie archives and figure out what movie to watch. But yeah, that's about it for Queen of the Damned. I wish it was a better movie, uh, <laughs> but it's not. Uh, maybe one day I'll read the books just out of curiosity, because I would like to know how Queen of the Damned actually went. Because to me, this literally had no plot. But, um, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening, as always. We highly appreciate it. Make sure you can come talk to us about how you feel about Queen of the Damned. Queen of the Damn, Jesus Christ. At Twitter, at Commented, or TikTok, at Commented Podcast. Or you can come to chat with us on Discord. Um, and don't forget, us, don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Until next time, I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm Decoria. Bye-bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.